All right, all right. Welcome everybody to the King Mexico podcast. And today we got somebody again all the way from Utah. Let them know, bro. Hey, what's up, people? It's Looney Got the Tunes, and we are here with the King Mexico podcast. You know, just uh, chopping it up. Good to be here. Happy, uh, yeah, happy to be here, man. Thank you. Dang, nah, man. Thank you for coming along. Thank you for, you know, accepting the invite, coming on. And yeah. with that said, what you got in your drink? Uh, it's just a Modelo right now. That's it? All right. So with that yeah. said, I'm about to open some Devil's Path. Okay. IPA okay. New York Brewery and stuff. I've been, you know, okay. balls deep on them and stuff. I've been, like, writing them and stuff, hey, in other words. But it's cool. Okay. Yeah. It's good, good stuff. It's a good, solid beer, bro. I give it a five all the time. Okay. That's what's up. Salud. Salud. Yep. So with that said, man, tell me a little bit of how all this started. How did you start getting into the whole music scene? Man, so I've been on and off for a minute here in the in the local scene uh, for over 10 years. Um, it was more of a hobby. It started as more of a hobby and just something that I, I, I liked to do, you know, on my free time. Um, and yeah, it was on and off, was rapping for a little bit. And then, uh, I started making beats because, um, we didn't really want to use online beats. Me, me and, and the group I was with, we didn't want to go that route. So I started making beats. Uh, I had the background, the drumming background since I was a kid. So I just kind of incorporated that into like the whole digital setup, you know, with the uh, workstations and stuff. Fruity Loops was the one that I started with. Um, and yeah, man, it just, I think about two years ago is when I really said, okay, this is, I'm good at this. You know, it, it really had, a, it was a moment like that, like, damn, this is, I was hyped, you know, because, uh, it was my sound was better and so i decided to invest in the equipment um and just put in more time and just pick it back up um and yeah man like just lately we've been picking up a buzz and that was kind of my goal is to get my sound out there now that we're in this far and i've invested the money and i've you know try to perfect my craft um, and now we're just trying to get it out there and, and, and get a buzz, get some traction uh, by working with several local artists out here. And so far, it's been good, man. The response that I've been getting is 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 good, and it's just motivation more than anything right now. That's good. That's good. And then, just to get along the lines, how I stumbled, you know, I got introduced to you. In other words, with was um through. Santos, Jaguar. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Song. That's the homie. And that Sandia song. And it hit. Yeah. Uh huh. And I was telling him that when I first heard the joint, I'm like, yo, it hit like a banger, bro. And I was telling him I was at home. Okay. I was playing it. My kid was dancing. My father in law was dancing with it. But it was just hitting the notes that you're like, oh, this is a song yeah. that's hitting three different generations yeah and crazy, they all bop huh? into it yeah and i'm like yo this is different and it's dope because it still had the fix like i was telling him 
It yeah. has the refresher of the old school you want, right? But at the same time, you don't want to hear that beat. Right. You want something fresher. So it's hitting, yeah. It's hitting so many notes. And the, the way uh-huh. it just moves into it. And it's like, yo, I just want it to be longer. And it's one of those songs you can just <laughs> replay and replay and replay, and you don't get tired, bro. And that's yeah. just catchy, you know what I mean? It just hooks you right there. And Damn, I also that's... noticed, yeah, also <laughs> noticed, right? Yeah. As we get older, right, or younger people as well, they start going yeah. towards archives and then they want to start listening to stuff from the back of the days. Like, oh, let me listen to what my parents started listening to. And yeah. all of a sudden, you got a whole new generation being influenced from yeah. tunes from the late 70s, 80s, and then early 90s, which is crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's been that's been me this last few days, actually. I've been tapping into some like 70s funk and like 70s classic rock type shit. And it's crazy to know now after, you know, going down that rabbit hole is how many hip hop songs have been recreated off of these songs. And as the songs kept playing, I was just like, damn, that's crazy. I know that song and I know this song and I know that. And it's true what you're saying. So and it kind of happened with the original idea for that song. We we wanted to do something that would like represent the culture and pay homage to the culture. Um, and in a funny way, bridge the two together, the old with the new. And it's so crazy that you say that. And me and Santos were talking about it because that's kind of what we wanted to do is bridge the two and 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 like like do something fresh, but something that the the old folks like my parents for example are gonna like recognize even though it's not necessarily exactly the same but it's got that you know that little sazon you know like it just authentic and it's crazy that it's doing that that that's the reaction that it's causing it's 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 um it's cool man and then you also got another song that you did cumbia too right you got tamarindo tamarindo yeah that one that one is just a vibe. That's that's just a feel good song, um, and that's kind of what started this whole cumbia verde thing. We're calling it. Santos came up with the concept of it. Cumbia verde is just a fresh, a fresh look at our culture, I guess you could say, with the cumbia stuff. So that's what started all off, and then uh, that one got a good response too. We were able to get some. Uh, radio play out in like Washington and Idaho and here locally so that song really expanded our our um our fan not just the fan base but like just the ability to say okay we can do this like this cumbia stuff like we can really do something with it and kind of not bring it back because cumbia has always been around and I don't think it'll ever go away but just do it in a modern fresher way I guess you could say I don't know but it's pretty cool, man. And uh, we just released another one called A La Luna. Yeah. In Santos. Yeah, that was just me and him. Um, and man, that shit is crazy. Like, I can definitely hear that playing out in Mexico City. That's where I'm from. And like that oh, type nice. of cumbia out there, bro, just it just it just hits. Like, people welcome that kind of shit. Nah, I completely agree. And I see you have a cumbia cartel. That's a dope tea. Yeah, representing, you know. 
That's yeah, you? Man. No, it was just some some people out in San Diego and Tijuana. Um, and I reached out to them and I'm just, you know, supporting them. Yeah. Uh, with, with their shit and, you know, the yeah, Cumbia vibes, bro. bro. Yeah, yeah. Check them out. They're on Instagram, Cumbia I'm Cartel. I'm going to check them out. Yeah, that's a dope tea. I need yeah. one. Like I yeah, said, now sure. that, you know, I'm doing this and stuff, I'm like, yo, if I see something I like, I'm like, yo, I'm supporting. Because at the end of the day, yeah. you got to support, you know? And it's yeah, mad love, bro. It's mad love on this side. And it's crazy. Thank you, bro. I, I really appreciate the West because the West has been mad friendly, bro. The support in the West Coast is really? ridiculous, bro. Compared to the East, uh-huh. like, it's was, it was like, yo, it's, my, it's mind-boggling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you would think it's your coach would have your back. And then right. when you out to the West, it's like, yo, we got you, bro. And I was like, damn, bro. Like, this is oomph. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you're a uh, Hispanic, you Mexican, Latin, or yeah, Mexican. Okay, see, I think it's more than that. That thing right there, like Mexicanos, bro. We we seem to um, want to help each other out, and I think that just comes from from having that background, that culture. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know if you ever experienced this, but whenever you see like a paisano or something, even just crossing the street, you always want to like you you say something to each other, right? Yeah, uh, like compa como esta o como le va o you know just stuff like that. And oh, I think that kind of goes. Yeah, I think it just kind of goes back to that. It's just the West Coast is so influenced by the Mexican culture that I think that may play a part in that. I don't know, but it's crazy to see the love, right? Nah, man, I agree. But just to backtrack a little bit, right? Yeah. When you first started, right? It, it wasn't like cumbia, cumbia bass. You're more no. like into hip hop, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm more into like the rap, gangster rap, trap, the down south stuff, you know. Um, But I've always had that cumbia that like, I grew up listening to Mexican music, original music, yeah, cumbia music. Um, And it wasn't until I, I was older that I got into the whole rap stuff. But I always kind of had that background. Um, and also from playing it when I was little with my dad and all that, it just kind of always stuck with me. Um, and I love cumbia. Like, I don't know. It's, it's just different. It's kind of like reggae for me. It's like feel good music. No matter when you hear it, it just lightens up your mood. You want to dance, you, you know, just, just happy music. So, um, but no, it was never like that. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't up until tamarindo happened um thanks to ua and santos you know they wanted to collab and then the ua wanted me to be a part of it and yeah man that shit just opened up the doors like i said for wanting to do more of that stuff you know because that's what i grew up on so and now that i have the ability to make it yeah um, it's crazy to me too because I'm I'm doing it by myself. Usually, this kind of music is played in groups, you know, like five, six, seven, ten people. Word. And and for me to be be able to do it out of my fucking computer and shit, that's just crazy to me, you know. I agree. Um, with that. So, yeah, man, I I'm in, I'm embracing it more than anything, and just having fun because that shit is fun. It should be fun. It is. You know? That's what it is. Yeah. It's still vibe music, you know what I mean? But yeah. you say you was playing when you were younger, right? <laughs> yeah, my dad had a, a grupo. Um, and it was mostly cumbia influenced. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And yeah, I was I was like six, seven years old when when I started like actually playing with him at like fiestas, uh, weddings, uh, quinceañeras, you know, birthday parties, parties on the block or whatever. We would just we would just play, get hired to play, and I was I was playing the drums, and it, I did that for for I don't know maybe two three years, and then it it, it stopped. But oh. during that time, I was I was getting it. There's there's some footage. I've been trying to find it. There's footage of me. Um, playing and my dad would like yell at me because sometimes I would drop the sticks or one would go flying and I'd like keep playing like with one hand and he'd be over here like yo what the fuck (laughs) it's you know I was I wasn't treated like a kid when I was playing that's the thing but yeah that's kind of how it all happened was from that like that just kind of stuck with me music's always been a part of me I guess you could say nice man so yeah. On top of all that, so that then you say you started getting into hip hop and you had a little crew, and you was yeah. uh, making beats and you was dropping bars. You was dropping them bars out there, bro. I tried, you know, just having fun more than anything. Just being in that in that environment when you see your homies getting down and you're like, shit, I want to try too, you know. Like, and we made a few songs. Uh, nothing really happened out of that. We did a few competitions, like uh, Battle of the Bands competitions out here and stuff. But um, again, nothing happened. And then we just kind of all went our own separate ways. And, you know, you get older, shit changes, whatever. But um, yeah, man, it was fun. It was fun. That definitely got me more into the beat making aspect of it was after rapping. I wanted to start making beats and then because... I would, I would, uh, like this was back when like the online beat, uh, stores were happening with like Johnny Giuliano and, uh, Superstar O and Vibe and all those guys were like, I think they started the whole online beat selling shit. Um, and those guys really influenced me too, because I wanted to make beats like they did, you know? So, yeah. So on top of all of that, right? What gets you in the like in the in like yo? I'm about to start, you know, making the tunes and stuff. What what like triggers you? Is there anything um, that helps you? You get on something? You know, it it actually sometimes happens throughout the day. Like I'll be at work or whatever, or just driving. I drive a lot uh, for work, so I spend a lot of time just listening to music, and like I'll save whatever something that gets my my attention i'll save it i got a playlist on my spotify and i'll just save random songs there that i'll hear and sometimes i'll come home with that idea and you know just see what happens from it sometimes i just come down here and just start going through sounds just start going through fucking sounds and putting shit together and sometimes something happens from it sometimes i'll save it and move on just random man like i don't know i never really come down with like a set idea unless i'm like collabing with someone in person and you know but i just kind of like to keep an open mind nice man i like your little setup you got going on back there thank you thank you yeah slowly but surely putting that together and you know it gets the job done i got the soundproofing going on i see your keyboard i see your monitors in the background i see your screen yeah man since we're, we're on it, since we're already on yeah. it, and I see you have it on. Yo, play a little something for everybody, bro. Let them know. Oh, made bro. Them, Let them know, yeah. bro. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't have a producer over here, bro, and not 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 just 
a little bit of his magic. You get me? Oh, oh and you're going to okay. drop the air horn, bro? <laughs> okay, shit getting serious. And I was bro, actually thinking about, thinking about you last night. Um, I was putting this together. I was watching the Jazz game, right? There was, it was a late game. They were playing Memphis and uh, – and I had a won. few drinks in me. Yeah, they won. So I was hyped, you know. And then congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see what happens tomorrow. It's, it's not we're not done yet. But um yeah, anyways, after the game, I, I came in here and uh I, I I told Santos too. I've been I've been wanting to make more cumbia stuff. Um so I kind of came in here with that. Okay, let's see what we can do with like some cumbia stuff and I started making this and then I started like mixing some trap shit because I started hearing like some like hip hop drums too. Yeah. So I'm going to like incorporate the two. But uh, let me just play a little something. Yo, he's about to just give us a sample heads. Y'all ready for this? Y'all ready for this magic? Yeah, like this is this is just like, it's not even done yet. It's really not much other than what it is, but man, it's really going somewhere. Uh, so... Let me just uh, do this real quick. So I'm going to get straight to it. Again, there's no structure to it yet. It's just what we got. And this is where it's going to get tricky because I got to incorporate these drums on there. playing around with it but again that just happened within a matter of like i don't know 30 minutes or so i feel it bro and i mean it's there's something there you know i, just, I still gotta i gotta find a way to um blend the two so it's smooth and i don't know make it make it stand out i don't know we'll see what happens but that was a little something i'm working on right now that's a little preview um, right there that shit was sounding beautiful yeah. bro thank you i don't know how you guys capture that but I captured um, the good at my ears. I, I okay. know what I mean? But at the end of yeah. the day, when you record, right, and you in the booth and stuff, because I know this is, like, most people don't understand this. Yeah. Headphones or not headphones? Uh, headphones for me at first, initially. What, what headphones, if you don't mind sharing, what headphones is? Um, right now, let me see. Cause I, I know this one's. I know it in your AirPods, bro. Well, you know what? It's crazy that when I mix them, I like to use the AirPods because I feel like it gives me a pretty accurate sound. 
outside of the computer, like for the car or just the phone. Um, I think this sounds pretty accurate, but I do have my studio headphones. Um, these are by uh, MXL. Can't remember the model, but I'll show you here in a minute. Uh, but this ones, this ones are pretty good. Um, they're a little more bass heavy, more a little more acoustic with with heavy bass, but um, yeah, they're dope. But I think for, for me, headphones. And then once I got something going, um, I like to turn on the monitors and then just get into it. That's when uh, that's when I'm like into it, and yeah, I just want I just want to jam out and you know, just kind of get a feel for it more than anything. Now, and the reason I asked you about the headphones, yeah. And then you say you, you mix with the AirPods. Yeah. And the reason is that is because people don't understand when you're making music. That's what I want to know. Because mm -hmm. sometimes people use the Sony's or they use um the Beats, oh, yeah. the studios. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, whatever you record the song on, that's what you're hearing. So if you want to hear the song the way you made it, and right. if you're saying you're using your AirPods, so literally that's the sound that you're communicating with everybody is going to be that sound you have in your AirPods. Or in the yeah. speakers in your car. Right. Yes. You're right about that. And nowadays, most people either listen to music in the car or on their headphones. Um, so it like it's, uh, it's just to help. It does help get an accurate sound when you look at it from my standpoint. But yes, it, it will sound different. Each device has its own way of like transmitting that sound or whatever those waves but um that's where i think a good engineer always has uh, like those guys have a key role in the outcome of the song because they're the ones that are going to make it you know balance throughout every device and whatnot so yeah there's a huge difference yeah man like um what you call it the sony's i forgot which one that everybody uses like uh yeah you know I think, what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, I was MD looking at those earlier. Something, yeah. MD 700s or 7000s, yeah. I think they are. Yeah. But everybody, like, I've met and does, like, studio stuff. They're like, yo, these are the ones. Like, if you want to know what a sound, a song really sounds like, put these joints on or put monitors. Yeah. So my boy yeah. was like, yo, if you want to know what the sound is really like, get a good set of monitors and shit. Mm -hmm. Don't get a fancy um sound system because you're not going to get what whoever's making it or producing it, engineer, right. get monitors, uh -huh. get some nice monitors and stuff. Yep. And you're going to hear, that's what they're yeah. making. And you're going to end up hearing sometimes background noise. Cause I'm like, oh, so there was a time and point when I used to go for the um, acoustic little in-ears that monsters yeah. used to make. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's crazy cause the frequency will pick up in the background. You'd be like, yo, like I'm really listening to like background noise that they had in the song that you can't hear in your yeah. regular headphones. No, it's crazy how yeah it, it picks up different. Um, what did you say? Frequencies. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it does happen, and that's kind of why I was looking at some headphones earlier. Um, some Audio Technica's. I heard, there's a lot of good reviews on it, but because this one's, um. Like I said earlier, I think they're a little like bass heavy, so it kind of messes with it because when I do hear it outside of this, it's either not enough or too much, um, and so I have to like come back in and and fix it, and then you know use the AirPods and and just play it on the monitors because that's true. That'll give you the most accurate sound of what they were hearing at that time, you know. So 
yeah, monitors is a good way to go. Yeah, man. So, and on top of all that, it's, it's crazy, right? Just mm-hmm. to be in the same room of like listening to music, I'm pretty sure when you're like listening to a movie, listening yeah. to music in your car, or listening to like YouTube videos or something, anything that has to do with sound, I'm pretty sure you're like, damn, bro, like you don't hear that. Like you just messed yeah. up the whole. <laughs> and everybody else is like, what are you talking about? Like me personally, when, when I watch a movie with one of my boys, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't like watching it with him because he gets all critical and stuff. He's like, oh, look at the fucking lighting right there in the scene. You see the oh, lighting fall off. I'm like, bro, why you gotta... I don't care about the lighting. Like, I don't care. The lighting. Yeah, the lighting's off. Oh, do you see the angle of the camera should have been a little bit more towards the left and he would have got a better right. angle. I'm like, bro, he's making a movie. You're sitting down here yeah. criticizing the man's work. Like, relax, be relaxed. Right, right, right. <laughs> and then, That's wild. Yeah, then my other boy who who's the engineer... He's like, yo, the sound sucks in this shit. I'm like, yo, you hear these new artists, bro? This should be off, mm-hmm. bro. Like, if you really put these shits on matter, this shit sounds like trash. This should be garbage. I'm like, yeah. He's like, yo, don't even bother. I'm like, what? He's like, yo, bro, I'm telling you, put this shit on a pair of monitors. You're going to be like, what the hell is this shit? He's like, yeah. everything's going to be off. You're going to be like, this sounds like literally trash. I'm like, really, bro? He's like, yo. He's like, yeah, yeah. I can just tell right now. Off these headphones, they, this trash. So your little speaker is trash. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you get the same vibe sometimes, don't you? Yeah, yeah, especially because I, I do, like, break down music when I hear it. Yeah. I, like, try to, like, take it apart. And I do find myself hearing shit that most people might not hear. Um, and, yeah, it happens all the time. And that does either break or make a song, too. Like, you can have a good fucking song, but if it just doesn't sound right, it's just not gonna sound right right it's gonna be like what the fuck like it just won't hit the same but if it's like nice and crisp and then that's just the whole different vibe you actually get to feel it a little bit you know like i don't know i i feel i think that that's a good thing when you like feel the music find a way to connect to it with it that's always good but when it sounds cl- like loud and clean and clear that always helps achieve that so yeah man yeah, i agree I, with that i and what else and this is the layering, because I know there's a lot of layering. And I learned that mm-hmm. now through this. So if you yeah, listen really. to like at the start of my podcast to like what I've done now, and I've mm-hmm. gotten tips and stuff to how to do shit. Yeah. They're like, yo, layer it and you'll see a difference. I'm like, really? It's like, yeah, watch. And I started layering it and I'm like, oh, I uh-huh. do sound it. And I started playing with it. And sometimes, you know, yeah. I get like little notes here and there. And depending on the person I'm speaking to, mm-hmm. yeah, I know how to like either go bassy lead vocal uh, or clear okay. vocal or as a female they have like different types on garage band so i try to test which one yeah it's properly which is wild bro like i never thought none of that till now yeah man it's crazy all the things that you can do with like audio file waves it's crazy like you have the ability to like man treat it each and every way like bend it backwards bend it this way you know like it's crazy what you can do with audio yeah that's and i'm still learning too it's crazy this program i use i've used it for years and i'm still i feel like i'm barely at the surface of it you know like there's still a whole another level but sometimes it's kind of scary diving in because you don't really know what to expect or like i've i've deleted shit pressing buttons i shouldn't be pressing so I try not to, you know, like if I don't really know how to do it, I might just go up on YouTube or something. But yeah, um, 
I know there's a whole different world that I haven't even discovered inside that thing. So it's crazy, man. All the technology is really taking music to a whole different level um, with, uh, you know, all the technology and software and plugins and all that shit. It's crazy. Yeah, I completely agree. Even the mic that I use, I, I did a couple of um, like links and I asked my boy, I was like, yo, what should I do and stuff? And I ended up with a... um. The Shore. Okay. Yeah. The MV fifty one and stuff, and it's 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 been great, bro. Cause I had gotten yeah. another one that was uh-huh. more expensive than this joint, but it was picking up a lot of background noise, a lot of background noise. Really? So if somebody dropped a pin in the back, and if I you didn't have, the, yeah, you could hear it. Like if I didn't have like soundproofing around it. Mm-hmm. You could hear like every little thing, every little like if somebody walked and there was a creak on the floor while I'm recording, oh, you would hear that. Yeah. And he's Man. like, "Yo, you don't need that, bro." He's like, "If you're gonna get that, make sure you're in a proof room because if not, you're gonna pick up every single sound." Yeah. That's it's like true. when people are listening to it, they're gonna hear it too. And he's like, yeah. "That's kind of annoying." Yeah, and it's just <laughs> more work for the engineer too to having to like go in and delete all the white noise that the mic's picking up right it's yeah it could it's not good i guess you could say you know <laughs> it's a gift and but, a curse you know what i mean yeah definitely exactly but yep. what you call but it no no sorry go, go ahead no nah, go ahead bro. i was just gonna say that that mic you got is it sure you said yeah yeah okay yeah that's that's pretty good i've seen those earlier too on the like top 10 list of like um can't remember condenser mics so yeah i don't know what mo- model that was but i was like okay that might yeah. be a good one it's not bad bro it's a um mv model mv 51 uh-huh. and it already has a pop like the pop filter in it but i have a, yeah. a pop filter on top of it oh yeah yeah because i was reading advice and i was like yo just have one on top even though it has a factory one it's always better yeah. to have a secondary one uh-huh, on top of that, like, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, all right, cool. So I ended yeah, up getting a deal. Good. So Yeah, I ended up getting the um the pop filter for free. So I was like, I'm Even not going to say huh? no. I ain't going to say yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> for real, though. So since we're talking about all this and sound, who are the like producers that you grew up on? And it's like, yo, these my mans. These are killers, be Like, when I listen to them, they have influenced you. But I know there's a lot like oh yeah there's a lot there's so many and they've all like influenced me throughout different times right yeah but it doesn't matter if they spanish english oh yeah all around oh man it's huge when (laughs) i gotta you know well of course me being from out here more west coast um influence you know you gotta go with guys like dre and quick and like Rick Rock and Das Dillinger, um, you know, and then you start getting to like the DJ Mustards and stuff like that. Um, I would say those guys, because that's what I started listening to was like the whole Death Row. Um, I also listened to a lot of like Chicano rap um, from other people I used to hang out with. And there's a lot of dope guys there too. I can't remember off the top, but they're like more underground, but they did play a part in me um, 
learning more ways to do it, right? Um, and then can't forget about the South, like Three Six Mafia, DJ Paul, Juicy J, um, Jermaine Dupree, Manny Fresh, um, Lil John, all those guys. And then nowadays it's like Metro Boomin. I like him a lot. I think I, I find myself doing similar things. So he's a big influence, Metro Boomin, you know, the whole 808 Mafia guys and all that. But then I like the hip hop too, like the the boom bap stuff, like Nas, you know, Mob Deep. I love those guys. Um, and they also have played a part, like Havoc, for example. Yeah. He's a dope producer, man. And um, mm-hmm. DJ Premier, you know, uh, Just Blaze, Ninth Wonder. Uh, and it goes on and on and on, you know, and even guys like Rick Rubin, like back with the Beastie Boys and all that. Rick Rubin's a legend, bro. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, yeah, he is. Um, so, you know, guys like him. And then, yeah, man, I don't know. There's just so many of them. There's just so many guys that have uh, played a big part in not just like the hip hop culture, but influencing my sound as well. So, yeah, man, I just stay listening to everything. Swiss Beats, can't forget about him. Timbaland, you know, mm-hmm. Pharrell, all those guys. Yeah, man, I, I just listen to everybody. Yeah, yeah. Even guys like the producer, uh, which is, I think his name was DJ Unique. He did a lot of Bone Thug stuff, guys that you don't really hear much about. But even guys like that, um, they've influenced also not just me, but the culture as well. And you don't really hear much about them. So they, they need to, uh, you know, get their respect. Not everybody. It's it's one of those weird things, bro. And yeah, just um, you talking about this, right? Mm-hmm. Sideline completely sideline i just yeah. found out from the from drink champs right mm-hmm. that bushwick bill yeah yeah may he rest in peace was yeah, from bushwick. he was from bushwick he was from brooklyn He's from new york crazy yeah as well yeah, i didn't know that <laughs> i didn't know that it, it, yeah. and it and it kind of put like a little a little pop in my chest because now knowing that bushwick bills from bushwick and me being born and raised in bushwick mm-hmm. it like puts that extra like uh like if right? I would have known growing up that Bushwick Bill was from Bushwick, yeah, it would have been hey. a whole different pack. It would have been like, yo, my man, like that's my man's from repping Houston. Yeah, yeah, he's from the south, but he's really from like out here. Yeah, kind of like Pac. He's from he was from Baltimore, and they, you know, but people think he's from Cali and he's not from Cali. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that either. I thought he was from from Texas. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, bro. And that's why his name was Bushwick Wood, which is wild, bro. Yeah. Wild. So what other type of music you like listening to? Because at the end of the um, day, when you're a producer. Yeah. I know you uh-huh. listen to like everything because everything, influ- influences everything. come from all over the place. Yeah. Um, Lately, I've been, like I said, uh, over the weekend, I've been listening to a lot of like uh, the Gap Band, uh, Earth, Wind and Fire uh rick james a lot of that funky shit and it's dope man it's like i said it's crazy to see how many songs have been created from those songs like rap songs um big songs too um but yeah i listen to a lot of reggae too um in spanish and you know jamaican like bob marley and all that like um even bands like 311 sublime revolution uh all those guys are dope um the cumbia, I listen to a lot of cumbia too. 
um, hip hop. Uh, I was listening to Amy Winehouse last week. Nice. That last album she did was dope. Yo, um, every song I played it from beginning to end, and then even played a few songs back. The, so I was like, damn, this shit's hard. Yo, the beats is yeah. wild too. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, they are. Yeah. And she just hits that. She hits those notes, and it's just like I don't know, man. It's just I like it. So yeah, I was on that, and then I like classic rock too, um, like eighties, seventies rock. Um, that's just dope. But yeah, man, I'm all I'm all over the place. If it if it sounds good, I'll listen to it. I'm not close minded. Like sometimes people like will hear some sort of specific songs or genres, and they're like, nah, like that's not you know but not me man i listen to everything like everything i get ideas from everything even like house music um electronic music edm techno um all that stuff um jazz i've i've, I've listened to some french jazz that shit is is crazy because the music just speaks to you i don't know what they're saying but the music the music's good you know and you can even get other ideas from that i like sampling too so that's why i'm always like not really searching, but just expanding my 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 library, I guess you can say, you know, because I'm just like trying to soak it all up and just learn more than anything about different people, different different sides of the world, you know, because music music is man, music can reach a lot of people. It sure does, bro. Yeah. Just think about how many artists go and travel around the world, right? exactly and some, time of whatever yeah exactly. i was about to say that sometimes they don't even speak the language but they'll know every fucking word they're saying it's crazy so you know at the end of the day that's kind of what i'm looking to do more than anything is, is find ways to connect with people because again not everybody's going to like a certain song that i've done or or whatever you know but the ones that do feel it and find a way to connect or smile or dance or sing or whatever that's that's what i ultimately want you know like because nah, it, it, it felt good to me so if it feels good to someone else and they have that connection with it my job's done you know completely agree with that and on top yeah. of that you you don't listen to like old school cumbias and old school mexican bands oh stuff. yeah bro like the temerarios and yeah fucking, um uh fito olivares and uh yeah bro all that shit I, yeah i listen to a lot of that but i'm not gonna lie i i rather the cumbia sonidera it just feels better it just the sounds you know it's more of a like more tropical sounds um compared to like temerarios and and like liberacion and uh el tiempo grupos like that where which is more like it's it's different sound it really is just a different yeah. sound even though it's the same genre you know it's different it's made different. So I like more of the Sonidero stuff. So maybe, yeah. So going to Sonideros, right? Because I know yeah. Sonideros from out there and Sonideros on this side completely different, right? Like yeah. me growing up personally, uh, like I used to be in the scene and stuff by default with family. So we had yeah. like Kumbala, uh -huh. Scorpion, um, Damn, I'm trying to remember the rest. Oh, and you're talking about DJs, right? DJs, yeah. Congo. Yeah. Uh, La Changa. La Changa, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. 
yo, it's um, crazy, right? Because even now, like thinking about it, and I, since I, you know, had the interview with Santos, I was like, yo, he made me reminisce about like listening to that stuff. Yeah. And I used to be like, oh, I don't really like this. Like, mm-hmm. like you understand when you, you know, you're younger, you'd be like, oh, that's that Bonchivi shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's true, man. I know you have, it's you probably true. haven't heard Bonchivi in a while. No. And it hit- <laughs> I'm like, yo, yeah. and then as you get older, you start reminiscing. I was like, yo, this is really popping, B. And yeah, you get right. to a point where you start enjoying it, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because you you made fun of it. And now you're like, oh, snap. Like, I should have never made fun of this. Like, I should. Right? Like, yeah. I was dancing to it. I was bopping to it. But at the end of the day, I didn't really enjoy it. But yeah. I should have really just dove in and see what it was really about. Yeah. It's crazy how that happens. Yeah, it's just kind of yeah, different perspective on it, you know, or whatever the case may be, or maybe you heard something that you didn't hear before, or something, you know, whatever it is. It's happened to me too, with some of those older songs, and it's like, I would like my parents would play it, for example, and I'd be like, oh no, like not this one, you know, and then it'll come on randomly nowadays. And it's like, oh, like, I remember this, you know, and, and yeah, I have actually, like, listened to it or whatever. And it's like, okay, that wasn't bad, you know, that was pretty good. So, it, like, the, the outlook on it has changed, but maybe it was a good song all along. That's why it's been around forever, you know? Word. Like, it's just one of, yeah, it's just one of those, as you get older, you start appreciating shit. And it's like, a I lot think of, that's what it is, too. Yeah. And there's a lot of music out there that you listen to now. Mm-hmm. You listen to the lyrics and be like, oh, my man was spitting fire. Yeah, for real. He's dropping bars like, yo, that shit is... You know, you, yeah, you know, now that you say this, you know who used to do that to me is Prodigy from Mob Deep. I used to think his, his, his style and his delivery wasn't always rhyming and it wasn't always on beat. But he, he found a way to, like, stay with it. And now that I listen back to it, it's like, bro, this dude was one of the most lyrical rappers at that time. And even to this day, like Prodigy was just on some other shit. But back in the day, it was like, oh, man, like, I don't know, you know. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, man, that Prodigy did that to me. But yeah, man, RIP to Prodigy, too. He was Word. he's one of the one of the pioneers, most definitely. So when it comes down to that, that whole um, hip hop era, right? Mm-hmm. Who would you have on your on your list? You don't even gotta go one through five and stuff. Just like off uh-huh. the dome. Off the dome, man. Of course, Nas, Jay Z, um, Ice Cube. Um, I liked Big L too. I think Big L was hella dope. And I would actually like if I was to make a list, I would probably place him over Biggie just because of his ability, not because of his catalog, but more of his ability. Um, to me, he was better. But, you know, of course, Biggie. Um, I'm naming a lot of New York rappers. That's crazy. That is wild, right? Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. I just realized that, too. Um, but, yeah, you know, and then you got, you got guys like Tupac, of course, Corrupt. I don't know if you know who Corrupt is from the Dog Pound. He's a... He's a lyrical assassin, that's for sure. Exhibit. Um, Be Real. He's, uh, man, Be Real's done it all. <laughs> Honestly, he's done it all. Um, 
DJ Muggs too. I forgot to mention him earlier. He did all the Cypress Hill stuff. Oh um, yeah. So yeah, shout out to him. He's hella dope. But yeah, man, you know that's kind of what comes off the top of my head. But there's again, there's a lot. Bone Thugs, can't forget about Bone Thugs. They really influenced me. Uh, just they were so different, you know, with the whole melodic rapping and all that stuff. That was dope. But yeah, man, that's there's just so many. There's just so many people. And if you had to go with today, bro, what what are we going with today's era? Damn. J. Cole, I've been listening to his new album a couple of times. At first I heard it and I was like, I don't know. You know, there's a good one or two songs. And then I heard it again, like heard it. And I played it again. That shit hit. And man. yeah. And then now I find myself going to certain songs. And it's like damn near all of them. But yeah, that shit is crazy. That shit is crazy. And the way that he samples some of the older stuff too. That shit was dope. He kind of brought back some some older sounds and even with the Lil John chant on that first song. Yeah. Throw your hood up. Throw, that shit was crazy. I was like, okay. I was like, damn. And then not that not just that, but that whole song was a JC uh sample from the blueprint. So I was yeah. like, oh shit, he brought it back. Like okay. You know which other one got me, bro? Which that, one? Shit, that shit with Cam, bro. I was just waiting for Cam to come on and start spinning. Oh, yeah. When I was he, like, yo, the intro, right? Yo, I was like, yo, when my man Cam coming on. <laughs> I was like, yo, when Cam coming on, B. I'm going through the whole song. They finish. I'm like, yo, where Cam yeah. at? I'm like, yo, where Cam at, B? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. Uh, yeah, that's another one, too. So that whole song itself, like, from the jump, that's the first song that played. And it was like, holy shit, okay. And it just kind of gets your attention from there. But, um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd have to go with Cole, Kendrick, um, Big Sean, Lil Wayne. I know Lil Wayne's a little older, a different era, but uh, he's. I think he's... He's a pioneer. Behind, I think Lil Wayne is behind a lot of the new rappers' style. Like, I think he influenced a lot of the rappers nowadays. But um, him Walker, yeah. Let's see who else. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, Wiz Khalifa's older stuff was hella dope. He was he was spitting, he was hella spitting. Um, but yeah, uh, Drake. You know, even though Drake can spit, he's 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 a good rapper, but he's not really known for that. I guess you could say. But I would put him up there. The game can't forget about the game. Um. Yeah, man. It's there's so a many, few bro. too. Yeah, there's just so many. Like I don't know. It's it's hard to categorize them, right? Yeah. But, and then you got underground, bro. And then you got underground, which is even sometimes like, man, I I listen to a lot of underground shit too, from Texas and from Cali. Um. Yeah, there's just so much. There's so so many so much music out there to be discovered. Because honestly, for me, the person that kind of did me in, bro, was um. Mm-hmm. MC Wax, he's from um, uh-huh. San, uh, San Bernardino. Okay, California. Uh, yeah, I can't bro. say I've heard of him. Yo. MC Wax. Yeah, bro. Like, check him out, bro. Like, I listened to his okay. whole catalog, bro. Mm-hmm. And I even because I had him on the show, not to like write or anything, but yo, production okay. was bro. It was yeah. on point. He got you hooked and shit. And I was like, yo, bro, it's been a while. That I listen yeah. to like somebody 
that I didn't know. Like, I definitely didn't right. know, like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Besides having a little clip on Fool's, Fool's Community, had him post yeah. it. So something just triggered, you know what I mean? Because he sounded old school, so it just hit me. I was like, yo, let me go see who's this, who's this dude. And mm-hmm. I looked through his whole catalog, bro. I'm like, yo, my man, like, you spitting bars, B. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's okay. hard. You know what I mean? It's hard to. Yeah. You When you were a lyricist. Yeah. Because everybody says that you could either be a rapper or a musician, mm-hmm. right? Right. Is it is that right? Or artist? Or is it artist and a rapper? One of them shits. Uh, uh, it might be artist and a rapper. Yeah, so either you're an artist or a rapper, right? Because if you're an artist, yeah. that means you're mainstream. If you're a rapper, you're just fucking underground. Oh, that's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. If you're a rapper, like lyrically, if you're a lyrical rapper or you're going to go into the industry, it's two different people. Either you're going to be that battle yeah. rapper the whole year of life or you're going to be a person who's going to be making out Radio songs and shit. Yeah, radio yeah. songs and shit. Mm-hmm. So, and it's crazy, bro. And it really thinks about, and you really think about it. Like you just brought up um Kendrick, yeah. um, J. Cole. Mm-hmm. If everybody was rapping like them right would they really be number one in the game would we consider them goats you get me yeah i know yeah no i don't think so and then the thing is they're going for what's marketable i think for whatever sells right um which is crazy to even think about sometimes the shit you hear on the radio is like like who wrote this right like it's just some of the simplest shit like there's really not much thought to it it's just like say a couple catchy words and a hot beat and that shit is a hit, you know? Yeah. So yeah, man, it's not it's it's crazy how that happens, how you get you you I guess you kinda go away from what got you there. Like for example, Wiz Khalifa, I mentioned Wiz Khalifa, his older stuff is like he's rapping. And then as he's getting started getting popular and just growing and growing, his his music started also changing. It was more mainstream now. It wasn't like he wasn't out to like prove that he was the best. It was more like, okay, I'm here. I'm just going to do my thing. And it's crazy how that all happens. I don't know, man. I think, I don't know. I, I don't know. The industry is crazy. Nah, I completely agree. It's like when even you, you go into the Spanish industry, right? And you mm-hmm. have somebody like Bad Bunny, right? Yeah. Some people love him. Some people hate him. Yeah, but at the end of the day, what he's producing, bro, is different. You know what I mean? It is. Like everybody else is still on, you know, being a copy and paste artist from what they listening to in English, right? But then right. here comes Bad Bunny with a whole different flavor, bro. He just yeah. different. You know what I mean? Yeah, he does things different. Like you could see the evolution of what he started. You could tell he was yep. different. You could tell he was already going to go a different route compared to everybody else. Yeah. And, and he, yeah. And that's a good example because he, even though he's doing reggaeton, which has been around for a minute, you know, he's doing it his own way. He's different. And it was something new, I think, more than anything. And at first, like even me, it happened to me. I wasn't really into his stuff. Uh, and it wasn't until he dropped his first album that I was like, okay, you kind of really got to see what he was like and what what he was bringing, right? And after that, that dude just went on a whole other level, and he's just been hitting them with fucking banger after banger after banger, I guess you could say. And now he's like one of the biggest artists 
in the world, not just Latin America. It's crazy. And it doesn't matter where you go, you say Bad Bunny and shit, people know who he is. Yeah, bro. You don't even have wrestling to speak and shit. Spanish. Yeah, it's like, it's wild, bro. And it's funny because yeah. same thing, same like conception you had about him. When mm-hmm. I first heard it, I'm like, yo, bro, like I was telling one of my boys at work, I'm like, yo, this dude's going to be popping B. He's like, nah, he's a, he, after this song, bro, he's going to be garbage. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Nah, B. Yeah, I felt that too. And I kind of felt that with Post Malone too. You know that song, uh, what was that first song? Uh, Iverson, White Iverson. Yeah, same thing here. I thought he was going to have that White Iverson. Yeah, yeah. after it. that. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, who's this guy? And then I got to see him and I was like, what? You know, and then, man, that dude went on to have a, a very successful career. And he's very talented on top of that, you know. What you think about Ariel? I a, ah, uh, you know, yeah, he's not, not. I mean, he's got good songs. Don't get me wrong, um, but is it haircut? Right? I don't know what it is. I think it's it might be his voice. To be honest, yeah, like his his voice doesn't really get me. There's I don't know. It's sometimes weird how that happens though. Like sometimes I hear somebody's voice, then it's like, oh man, who's this guy? Right, and then you hear someone else like Anuel, for example, and it's like, oh, like I don't know, I can't really get into his style, but he's got some good, good songs out there. I think his features are a lot better than his album, than his songs. Yeah, but <laughs> that album, right here, that, bro, with that, that right yeah, here, yeah, yeah. See, that album was dope too. Don't get me wrong, there was some songs on there. There was one that stood out. Um, it was more like rap stuff, more trappy. Yeah, um, I can't remember the name of it, but uh. I was like, oh, okay. See, he made me like say, okay, like he's not just that. Like he can also do this. And when he does this, he sounds different. He's more like, cause he's a little rugged, you know, like he's more like street. I don't know. At least he sounds that way to me. Um, So I think doing that would probably fit him better, but yeah, he's got good songs, man. Don't get about, me wrong. He's- I'm about to just twist it all around, bro. I'm about to bring <laughs> on the other side completely vice versa from all. Oh shit! What you think about El Alfa, bro? Because he's completely different. Oh man, see that's that's, see, that's crazy, bro. That's, that's it's crazy. Completely, it is. And you know what? Field. That whole I don't. What is it? What's it? What's it called? It's not Dembo. It's a uh, damn, bro. It's a. It's a. It different, is Dembo. Is it Dembo? It's Dembo. Is it Rambo is reggaeton. It? Yeah, he, so he does Dembo, yeah. See, that type of uh, that type of flavor, even though it's, it's uh, like tropical too, I guess you can say, but it's not reggaeton. The drum patterns are different, but it just has this bounce, bro. Like, he just makes you fucking bounce, right? And his delivery is catchy, but sometimes his songs are not like... He talks about some weird shit. <laughs> But that's what I'm whole, talking about. It's, ju- it's just the music, though. The music itself just gets you, and it makes you want to dance. Word. The, whoever, um, whoever his um producer, producer is, yeah. is, bro. The lyrics, yeah. I don't care. It's it's the yeah. beat. Yeah, yeah. It gets you, bro. Like you just listen to it, it's like oh. And then the thing is, like you know, it's an alpha song. Like when you listen yeah. to it and you see yep. it start, yep. You know it's him. It's like yo, this yep. is. It sounds dope, you know what I mean? And it's true. It yeah. just makes you want to jump and dance around and stuff. And it's um, it's just one of those I, wild things, bro. Yeah, I like I like that. Um, 
I'm not a huge fan of his, but uh, he's different. And he's just one of those personalities like Bad Bunny, how we were talking about that, that just uh, they, they're standouts, you know, not just with their approach, but um, the way they carry themselves, the way they rap or sing or whatever it is, even just the music they're bringing to you is just different. Um, and that guy, he's been making noise, man. I've been seeing him everywhere. I've heard him on songs with Tyga now. I heard him on a song with, who was it the other day? Um, oh, that was today. It was him and Nicky Jam. It was a new song they got out. He got El one Piquete, with CJ Piquete too. or something. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh-huh. And like, um, random people, bro. He just be on and stuff. Yeah, but I think it's more than I think the reason for that too is that sound that we were talking about. It's like that beat, that music, Dembo. I think comes from Panama, if I'm not mistaken. Nah, DR, um, bro. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Okay. It's a Dominican okay. thing. Dem- oh yeah, that's Dominican what it is. Thing? Dembo. Yeah, Dembo. Right, Dembo. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, shit. That right there is. It's. It's slowly. Uh taking over the the radio waves um and i like it i want to make something like that where yeah i i'm down i like that shit it just it's, it's an automatic get up and shake your ass song you know like <laughs> that dude just makes you want to dance it's crazy that's what's up bro so somebody it says a uh, ua music group in the house yeah uamg ua music group that's uh Funded by UA the Duo. Uh, shout out Wally and Slow Mo. Um, they're just kind of trying to bring uh, other creatives, you know, um, to be part of the team. And um, yeah, man, that's uh, shout out Money Melf too. He's out in Canada. Uh, he's part of the squad. Um, and yeah, man, we're just trying to. Stay consistent, drop music, different types of music. We're also working on some reggaeton stuff. Um, with UA the duo, we did the cumbia, and we're like, we like the response we got from that. So now we, we're trying to go to the club a little bit, I guess you can say, with some reggaeton. Oh, yeah, that'll be dropping soon. We got the album coming, uh, Bud Brothers 2. Nice. With UA the duo, be on the lookout for that. And then sometime after that, we're gonna start dropping this these random bangers. Just to stay um that be diverse too, because I mean everybody's doing rap, man. Every you know, everybody's trying to rap. But when we can connect with our people, because the support is there, and if they really fuck with it, they'll they'll show that. Um right, bro. We gotta show support. Yeah, so if we can tap into both worlds and be be good at it, you know, hell yeah. Damn, I agree completely. And then what you call it? Since you you trying to get on this this um damn bowl, how about you yeah. get into some hardcore metal, bro? Oh shit! See that that oh man, like that's that's just different, man. Like I'm I'm okay with it, but I can only listen to that for so long, like just too much it's just too much you know but mad snares um, mad drum mad bass yeah yeah mad screaming <laughs> but hey if someone was like yo help me do some drums to this 
this song or something and it's some shit like that we'll see what happens okay check out um <laughs> what you call it um do some um check out bane bane yeah that's okay. like hardcore shit that you have like um yeah Really? And what like, I don't know the names of the bands and shit, but sometimes okay. when I feel like knocking out work and stuff and I feel like being on some aggressive shit, mm-hmm. I just go to like underground punk. Okay. And they'll <laughs> play you some random shit, huh? And I just get okay, a demo. check it out. You know how when you hear that <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Like some slipknot stuff. Those guys and big ups to them, man. If you see them play live. Holy fucking shit. Their drummer, bro. Oh, my God. That dude is on some other shit. Like, I don't know if you remember Tommy Lee. Yeah. Um, that dude was a, a badass drummer. But, like, seeing the Slipknot drummer. Oh, my God. Like, that dude is just all over. Oh, Motley Crue? Oh, yeah. From Motley Crue. Uh, yeah. Tommy Lee. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, man. That's crazy. What do you What do you listen to? What do you... What's on your... Uh, on your... Everything, bro. Stereo. Like, everything yeah like, literally everything bro like there's nothing that you can't say like oh you don't like this nah whatever is on my like sometimes i'll even put like random country music i'm like yo let me see what's popping in the country music while i'm driving <laughs> and stuff I'm like yeah when i was doing it's like crazy posts, i was listening Sorry. to that too my bad bro oh yeah my bad i was just gonna say i've been hearing some country and like rap blending together lately like country rap it's crazy yeah. yeah um yeah someone told me a term for it the other day it was kind of funny i can't remember it but it's a little offensive too but not bubble sparks uh, like, oh yeah bubble sparks he was dope man Him and Bubba Sparks, like he had the country yeah. and the um yeah it was bubble yeah sparks. yeah bubble sparks and timberland he had some dope music man now that i remember it was country yeah. too it was country mixed in with hip-hop yeah yeah. I can't kind remember like the song on top of my head. Yeah, no, I can hear it in my head, but I don't know the name. <laughs> oh, It's Getting Ugly was one of his biggest ones. Ugly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was with Timbo. That was with Timbo. Yeah, that shit was hard. Yeah, man, I forgot about Bubba Sparks. See, now that you mentioned him, it just reminded me about, like, Outkast, right? A-Ball and MJG, Juju-K, like, those guys I used to listen to all the time. Um, yeah, a lot of down south stuff, yeah, man. Bubba Sparks, that's crazy, <laughs> yo. But this, yeah, like I listen to a lot, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like I just started moving a little bit away from corridos and tumbao because oh, okay, it's trying to sound a light, the same, yeah, yeah. And it's always that that cuerda and stuff, there's always the three mm-hmm. strings at the bottom. It's like, all right, bro, like, yeah, I really need to pick it up. And there's a couple of bands yeah. out there, like Underground. Like, mm-hmm. personally, I didn't know about Underground Corridos until I started doing the show and I started interviewing people. Mm-hmm. And it's a big movement, bro. And a lot it of is. a lot of these Underground Corrido bands, bro, and producers, you hear mm-hmm. the influence in mainstream. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, and it's crazy because nobody wants to give them their flowers, bro. That's true. They've been, it's growing. That movement is growing. Um... And it's, it's slowly uh, picking up. And what's crazy to me is that it's, like, led by a lot of, like, youngins. Like, the new generation is the ones that are doing this um, corridos, tumbados, and all that stuff. But I do agree with you, though. I, I do find it a little 
repetitive. Um, just because it, it it does almost sound the same all the time, you know, like the lyrics really is what sets it apart. But they got some good shit too, though. Nah, that they 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 got bangers. Not to get me wrong, but after a while, yeah, bro, yeah. The only reason I started listening to corridos and all this is because I started getting tired of listening to hip hop. Yeah, like, you gotta switch find, it up. Yeah, like I didn't find nothing that was catching my ear, and I was like, yo, I'm really mm-hmm. just like not feeling it like yeah i'm feeling the beat but i'm not feeling your lyrics like and yeah. then i started going through old catalogs you know what i mean like everybody does once you get to a point yeah i guess as you get older and stuff you don't no longer somewhat connect with the music so now you start mm-hmm. going backwards and you start listening to what you used to listen to and you yeah yeah so you got like jeezy oh man yeah you got juvenile yeah, Juvenile. Yeah. Yep. um Anybody from the nineties, like LL, like oh Ice man, Cube. can't forget about LL, yeah. Ice Cube, Ice T, um, DMX, RIP DMX, RIP DMX. Um, it's so much out there, bro. That is ridiculous. Even Mace, and you mentioned Cameron earlier, bro. Like I feel like the Dipset, Dipset also played a big part in oh, hip hop. You can't even in the dipset, yeah bro. in the like in the early two thousands. Dipset was like they were hot, bro, with Joels and Cameron and Jim Jones. Then branched out of that too, and it, those guys were dope. It was they were it was back when like rap groups were were a thing, you know. <laughs> you had State Property, Dipset, you know. You had the Hot Boys, Juvie, Lil Wayne, and them. You had Young Guns. Uh, remember Young Guns? Young Guns from Philly, yeah. And then even Westside Connection with Cube and. Mac 10 and Dub C and yeah man that was a thing that's crazy yo when you really start thinking about it, it's like damn bro oh hold on bro somebody said favorite late night host late night host oh shit that's a good one because see I don't I'm not much into the uh whole late night show thing because that's usually when I'm in the lab <laughs> nice but um I I grew up watching fucking Matt TV. If you talk about late show, that's that's probably the one that stands out to me is Matt TV. Oh. I don't know if you guys remember that. I remember Matt TV. Matt. Yeah. I remember that. Um Are you go are you live right now? Who's asking this question? Well my man okay, okay. Street. Oh, okay. Street, um Lucha, the guy with the comic book. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if dope, um, dope. What you think about Jimmy Fallon, bro? That's what that's what that's what it comes down to, in other words. Okay, I like him. All right. I like him. Um he's funny. You know, I think uh he uh I like the fact that he uh has different kinds of guests. Like he had Bud Bunny there a, a, a few weeks back. Um and he's like been having other Latin artists, Jay Balvin, and like so he's like all over the place. Like he's not just like stuck to a certain um, audience. You know, he's he's uh, open to talk to anybody. So I don't know. I like Jimmy Fallon. He's funny. He's dope. I, I guess if I I guess if I was scrolling through the TV at that time, it'd pro- I'd probably stop there. But in other words, bro, if you would have caught the episode that day, mm-hmm. you would like fuck Jimmy Fallon. 
okay <laughs> what happened because <laughs> <laughs> um i forgot oh we were talking about having organic conversations and stuff yeah. And then we felt like Jimmy Fallon, when he gets on air and shit, it seems like he's always reading on the teleprompter and stuff. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So then ever since then, we started just having a fucking online, uh, ongoing joke when we like, fuck Jimmy Fallon. Like, I tried to literally get a photo of Jimmy Fallon, but I couldn't oh. capture it to the pixels so I could be able to post mm-hmm. it with the, um, with the um, episode. So I'm like, yeah. that's all under. But yeah, that's, that's what this whole thing is okay. about. Okay. <laughs> well, shit. Yeah, I, I I see what you mean, though. Yeah. Like it's like it's a, like it's a script, right? Like yeah. it's like it's rehearsed or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. So he comes yeah. out as like ABC questions and shit because we were talking about right. being organic and shit and not being all like he's like shit. he's thought about this before or something. Yeah. Like okay. He probably had the guest come on before and shit. It was like, oh right, I'm gonna go through these other questions, okay? Yeah, I man, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and his press team came by. I was like, all right, you can ask him this, you can ask him that, but don't ask him that. Right. Hey, I wouldn't be surprised, man. Nah, man. When you, that's some Hollywood. That's some Hollywood shit. All the time, bro. But um, that yeah, is. Man. So we 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 really detoured from this whole production stuff and cumbia stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Jimmy Fallon and shit. <laughs> Hey man, that's good though. Talking about organic, you know, conversations like that's what that's that's what it's all about, man. You can't like, like everybody over, gets overthink to know you. shit, you know. Like everybody gets to know who you really are. You know, I mean, this is you. That's who you are and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, um, some people might get the wrong idea sometimes, and so it's good to, you know, have conversations like this because you you never know. You never know exactly, bro. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day. How did this logo come about or who made it for you or I I made it um Oh word? Yeah, I made it uh on my phone actually. And the reason or I guess the the concept behind it, he's like kind of mean mugging. People tell me I always look mad or some people um Yeah, I get that a lot. Like mean mugging. How I'm, you mean mugging, bro? You don't look like you mean mugging. It looks like it. it's a mean mug. It's a it's a mug. <laughs> it's like a frowny face but yeah so that's kind of why it looks like that and then i'm always wearing caps i'm not today but um if you see me i'm i'm most likely wearing a hat so that's the reason for that and then you know just put the the, the name logo on there and just kind of you know said fuck it i like this nice i feel that yeah so it, i got that it. and then and then the a the a you know that's another thing that I use on my tags. So that's, uh, I either use the face logo or the A logo. Um, that's kind of what I'm trying to put out there for people to remember. Nice. Are you yeah. trying to do on merch? Yeah, man. I've actually gotten the, uh, those two uh, logos uh, digitized and ready for some embroidery and shit. So that's, 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 that's something I'm looking to do here real soon. Little pop, pop, um, pocket T-shirts with the logo on it. Yeah, man, that'd be dope, huh? A little stash pocket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are always good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I'm glad you like that. Yeah, bro. Snapbacks or fitteds? Snapbacks. Oh. Just because of my long hair and shit, so it's it's easier. Right. But I was always growing up, man. I I, I collect hats. Um, that's my thing. 
So I have fucking hundreds of hats. They're mostly Utah Jazz hats too, because <laughs> that's oh, my man. shit. And also, the I like the music note that they use on their logo, the jazz note. So that's another reason for that. But um, yeah, man, I'd like to get some some stuff, some merch, some hats, some shirts, or something. Some beanies. Some beanies, you know. Yeah, man. That's Eventually, we're 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 slowly making progress. So eventually, we'll get to that stop. You know. Yeah, man, do it up, bro. Yeah, you the link. Sure. I'll go and buy it. Don't worry about it. Ooh, gotta support, bro. Gotta Thank support. You, man. Yeah, man, I do. That's, I, I mean, it goes. It's the least you can do, you know. Nowadays, that you don't necessarily have to buy people CDs and shit. Like, all you gotta do is just play it, right? You just gotta play their music, or if people like local people have merch, I'll, I'll buy some from them. Just because not only to support, but because I'm down with what they're doing, you know, I'm supporting what they're they're doing. I believe in it or whatever it may be. And just showing love and support, because that's eventually what I'd like to get. Um, you know, it, it always goes a long way, especially when you're trying to build relationships and and work with other people and stuff like that. Like if you don't like what they're doing or whatever, then why even bother, you know? I completely agree. And just throw it out there. What is an artist you would love to work with, bro? In the future? Damn. Like anybody? Anybody, bro. English, anybody. Spanish. If you had to pick one English, one Spanish, go for it, bro. Like, who would you pick? Like, really, though? Like, um, like do you know who An like, Angela Aguilar is? Hmm. Angela, uh, she's uh, is la hija de um, Pepe Aguilar. Okay. His daughter, Angela. Mm -hmm. Man, her voice. Oh, my God. Some other shit. It's on a different level. And she's young. Um, so she's got, like, potential, crazy potential. But I would say I would like to get hear a voice like that over some of my shit. That would just be crazy. Um, throw it out there papa yeah man you gotta throw it out there and i've actually i tagged her on one of my posts i know she probably didn't see it and if she did at least she's seen it but you know you you, you just gotta take your shot right where shoot so, your shot you never know bro like when you yeah when you're exactly. young you gotta shoot the shot if you don't shoot it then how you gonna know if you get it yeah so yeah man i think her she comes right off the top because it's something that's been on my mind lately, but I also would like to work with uh, DJ Paul and Juicy J. Oh, where? I would like, if I was to, like, and I've always thought about this, like, imagine being in their studio sessions back in the early 2000s or late 90s, like, that shit would have just been insane. And so to be able to, like, sit down with them and make some shit that I grew up listening to and like wanting to um replicate like that shit would just i'd be happy after that all right just to just to get an idea right mm -hmm. when you say would you like to do like like a six a six nine what is a oh, damn bro you see i just got tongue tied six three nine six mafia, mafia right six yeah three six mafia yeah three six mafia would you have would yeah. you like the outlet to be like Three Six Mafia, and then you just come in the background and be like, "Looney got the tune." Yeah, 
I throw my tag on there for damn sure. <laughs> and it's funny, bro, because uh, DJ Paul released a kit on Splice. Um, and uh, he put it out there for producers to do like a beat contest. And so yeah. I've actually made a beat with his sounds. And I sent it back and everything. But, you know, nothing really came from it other than me thinking I'm collabing with DJ Paul right now. Like, this shit is crazy. But yeah, man, I think that would be dope as hell. Nice. So that's yeah. that's a goal. Or even right like, there. yeah, that would be a goal. Or like Scott Storch. Um, oh, with the piano. With the piano, you know, I would put some drums on behind whatever it is. That would be wild too, because I've seen his post, and he's usually like, you know, doing his thing, and then he's got somebody else doing the drums, and then. It's just crazy, bro, the shit that he comes up with sometimes. He does work with Spanish artists, B. Yeah, he does. It's crazy. So that would be dope. I think that right there would be would be dope. Yo, bro, who's your favorite soccer team? Manchester United. And if it comes down to La Liga Mexicana? Uh, Cruz Azul. They were champs last oh. night. So, yeah. <laughs> Man, Damn, bro. Yeah, even though see. even though I had a whole episode with my boy because he's a Cruz Azul fan. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, bro. Congratulations, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'll take that. I'm not a crazy fan. I just grew up because I'm we're like from near the area where they play. So I grew up but my half of my family split, America and Cruz Azul, right? And then my oh. mom, she my mom went to the Pumas University. So if it's like if it's not Cruz Azul, it's Pumas, but it's it's never America, bro. That's that's like me liking the Lakers. Not gonna happen. Yo, I agree with you, bro. I ra- I rather you be a Cruz Azul fan than an American fan, bro. Any day. <laughs> that's facts, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know some shit. What? Yeah, man. Whatever. You know. Chivas all day on this side, even though they're not going nowhere, and they almost disappeared hey, like five years that's, ago. Yeah, that's my wife's team. She's from Guadalajara, so she's Chivas all day. Which is cool, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's not America, so it's all good. <laughs> That's what I mean. As long as you're not America, bro. You know what yeah, I mean? Bro. Like, what can you say about America? Like, you're still holding on to memories, you know what I mean? That's right. what you're doing. They're yeah. Just, it's like nostalgic just to be like, yep. oh, remember America when they used to be? And like, yeah, they used yep. to be, bro. They used to be. It's used like when you talk be. about the Cowboys. <laughs> They used to be like, all right. <laughs> they used to be good, but not anymore, you know? And like, yeah. pump your brakes, you know what I mean? Like, exactly. Yeah. You could tell me all about America there, what they won. I'm like, yeah, they have, they, you know, they, they had good players. Yeah. Like, yeah. Big ups to them for doing that, but shit's different now. <laughs> you think Cruz Azul is taking it next year, bro? I don't think so. Thank I you. think this is this is a one in a wanted every now and then because it, well, it's been like 23 years i think they were saying years, bro that's crazy and even that's... even the commentators bro when they want it they're like we never thought we would say this again type shit and it's like what the fuck really like you never really <laughs> thought this force would win it again <laughs> bro did you see the game i watched the second half yeah because my dad was here at that time and he was watching it which is crazy but yeah we i seen the second half because Santos, bro, Santos is from my, what my boy tells me. They were playing amazing. Like, he couldn't even believe it. And he's a Cruz yeah. Azul fan. He's like, yo, they really yeah. won. I'm like, bro, 
Yeah. I'm like, yo, the Knicks have a chance in the Nets. Well, the Knicks, basically <laughs> the Knicks. The Knicks have a chance yeah. of winning this shit, bro. Yeah. I can't yeah. believe we'll it. What if, happens. if Cruz Azul could do it, bro. Then the Jazz can do it. <laughs> oh. The Jazz? I had to beat you to that one right The there, Jazz? I know you. <laughs> no, the Jazz. The Utah Jazz. Oh, the Utah. No, I'm talking about the Knicks, bro. I think the Utah Jazz has a better chance than the Knicks. Or the yeah, Knicks. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's why I know you were going to say the Knicks. That's why I beat you too and said the Jazz got a chance. If Cruz Azul did it, then the Jazz can do it, you know? <laughs> oh, man. I, ha- I have no faith in the- none of the New York teams right now, bro. We don't got shit. You know, Brooklyn's good, though. I mean, you can't you can't turn your, your head the other way when you look at the Nets because they should, at least on paper, they got what it takes, right? But Dike. it's a whole different story to be in there. Dika, bro. Dika. So. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't got. know. Yeah, see, they won tonight, I think, right? They took out Boston. I have no idea, bro. I have no idea. I don't know, but it's 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 a good good year to be a jazz fan from my standpoint. Hey, hey, you never know, bro. You never know, yep. Cruz Azul takes and then the Jazz take is a good year for you, bro. Okay, what more yeah, do you want? Yeah, 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 you never know. And I might get that special feature I'm looking for. So <laughs> you, or, never, you know. never know, bro. <laughs> you Just for know. that, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to tag Angel Aguilar on this post. I'm, this, saying, this I'm gonna have to tag her in it, yeah. bro. I'm gonna have to tag her because you yeah. never know. Hey, you, you never know. And have you heard this other chick? Uh, her name's Cali uh, Cali Uchis Cali Cali Uchis, some shit like that. Nah. Look her up. Uh, she's got a song out called Telepatia. Her voice, man, it's dope. It's dope. Yeah, it is dope. She sounds way dope. I don't know why, but I've been trying. I've been wanting to get like a female artist on something. Like vocals. so, that's yeah. So that's something I'm gonna see if I can make something happen with with someone. But because there's a lot of talent out here too, man. A lot of a lot of dope rappers, a lot of dope singers, um, some dope producers too. The Salt Lake City, man, Salt Lake City rap scene or just music scene in general, it's growing and it's there's a lot of talented people out here. So I think if we can all come together and just support one another more than anything, you never know, man. Because once somebody kicks the door down, uh, everybody's going to try to rush through that, you know? Were and then they're gonna try to take credit, like yo, we always been with Utah and stuff. We always saw it. Yeah, yeah. So then they're gonna be on the bandwagon, bro. Yep. Yeah, I still can't get over that right there, right there, bro. I still can't get over that. Oh, that's (laughs) crazy, man. That's that's the that's my team. (laughs) We'll see what happens. I'm I'm not a huge fan of Daniel Jones, the quarterback, but we'll see. Are you yeah. into sports at all or what? Just trash talking, bro. Just trash talking. Okay. Like, yeah. Like, okay. If it comes down to like, well, I'm only into like UFC. Oh, okay. That's dope. Boxing, I like that yeah. too. Like UFC, like um, this Combat month we have Adesanya. Ooh, yeah, that's coming up. Yeah, we got Adesanya um against. Um, I like him. Uh, what's his name? The Russian dude or Ukrainian, whatever the hell he is. Yeah, Adesanya is good though. I'm a fan of his. Nah, I, um, 
Uh, we watched the Oliveira fight a couple weeks weekends ago. Two weekends ago. What did you think about that, bro? Oh, Hold on. Before man. we get into that, before we get into that, I'm going to have to backtrack it to the co-main yeah. event. What did you think okay. about the co-main event? Oh, about what was his name? Um, yeah, bro. The dude that got his his foot. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, him. My man, yeah. Tony Ferguson at Kukui. Ferguson, yeah, that one. See, I was with, with I was with you and the duo. We were at the hotel room. We were shooting a music oh. video, and we watched it in the hotel room. And they were rooting for that guy because he's from Oxnard, and that's where they're from. Um, So they were hella cheering him on, and then the fight was good, you know? That dude's wild. and But that dude just caught him, and he, he said he's hurt his ankle snap, and he just wasn't the same fighter after that. But then the main event came on, and that dude was beating that dude. Oliveira was getting worked. He was getting worked. Chandler was second, getting served, bro. Yeah. And then the second round came around. <laughs> I didn't even get, like, I went to get a drink, sat down, and it was over. Like, that dude was on it. He just, his something snapped on his head, and he came in ready to go, and he fucking got it done. And it was crazy how it went from almost getting beat to knocking the dude out, that shit was crazy. Yo. And that was a um it was a good fight. You know what I mean? Olivera's been in the game for um what over 10 years, bro. Yeah, he's a he's a very, very skilled submission artist. And for him to win the way he did, that was that was something else. And then we have what else we have? Oh, then we I also watch boxing. What you think about Canelo, bro? Oh man, Anders. Canelo. That's I never missed those fights, to be honest. Um it just goes to show you, man. This dude's for real, and I'm sure dudes are gonna start lining up um, to fight him. But I don't think so, bro. You don't think so? Like, what about that dude, Boo Boo? You don't <laughs> want really it, bro. We will have. I know he don't want it. See, you don't he, want it, bro. No, I know. I know he he thinks he's capable, but Canelo is a whole different beast, bro. All right. So the input right here. This is it on that, right? He has hands, bro. Hands and speed. oh yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he can fight. Yeah, for sure. His hands and his speed is crazy, right? But he has the power. He's lacking power, right? Yeah, which is what Canelo is the and most. And what Canelo has, and then Canelo's yeah. Canelo's not the same fighter. Every single fight that you see Canelo fight, bro, he's he's he's, he's better. He, yeah, and he doesn't have the same game plan. Nope. Every time nope, he comes. And that's that's um shout out to his trainer, man. That dude Reynoso, man. That dude's he's a genius. Yo, and the fact that that him and Canelo have like built a bond the way they have, and it's like you can tell that these dudes are putting mad hours in the gym, you know. And like you said, his his fight, he's his fights are always different, but he just keeps getting better too. Um, I think if he could have a rematch with Mayweather now, it'd be a different story. Nah, completely different story. Because at it that was, time he was too he was too too uh, green, bro. Yeah. Uh huh. Exactly. Yo, he don't want that, bro. Mayweather don't want that. No, I'd be damn surprised if he would ever take that fight again. Nah. But nah. um, nah, man. Canelo is Canelo is a he's a beast. Nah, he is a beast, bro. But yo. And then we have um 
Oh yeah, then we have Jake Paul versus um not Jake Paul um Logan Logan Paul versus uh Mayweather, which I think is just a money fight. It is a money fight, but what if Mayweather actually gets knocked out? Yo, that's embarrassing. <laughs> that would be embarrassing for him to get knocked out outside of a like official boxing match. That's that's bro. That that's gonna that's gonna like taint his. His, even though it's even though it's history, not, you know, word. Even though it's not um, what you call it, a commission official. Fight, yeah, it's still gonna mess him up. It's still, especially if he gets knocked out. Word, and then but, on top of that, today was just announced that Tyrone Woodley is gonna be fighting um Jake Paul, bro. Yeah, I seen that. That that to me is a bit more interesting than the other one because you know the other one is just for the for the show, but um. I do believe that Woodley's got the intentions, every intentions to knock this dude out. <laughs> and we'll see if it happens. Because, I mean, Jake Paul, he may be a troll. He may be whatever he is. But so far, he's he's been proved, you know, he's been proving his doubters wrong. He's been knocking these dudes out that they put in front of him. So you can't hate on that. Word. You can't hate on that at all, bro. It's, it's one of those wild things. And, um... Yeah, man, that's what boxing yeah. and all sports are, man. At the end of the day. And how about how about uh De La Hoya? You did you hear he's coming back? Yeah, I heard he's gonna come back with tights. <laughs> Most likely or something. <laughs> <laughs> with the fish leggings, bro. With the fish leggings that he had back then. Damn, bro. But he's never gonna outlive that shit. No, that's no, no, that's part of his history. It's never gonna go away. Is that but when though, I, bro? I know. When I seen that he was fighting, though, I was like, what? Why is he doing this? What's really going on? Because yeah. he even broke his deal with Canelo, too. I know he's kicking himself in the ass for that one, bro. He's got to. After this last fight? Oh, my God. Ain't that no was man. probably one of his biggest fights. Biggest, bro. Biggest yeah. fight, bro. And it's crazy. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's knocking himself in his ass. And the he's only got thing... To. And the only thing Canelo wanted from um, De La Hoya was basically to let him get all the belts. He's like, yo, let me... Mm -hmm. That's all he wanted. He wanted just to collect all the belts. And he's like, yo, make it happen. And now he has this... His promotion right now who's actually working for this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's almost there. That dude can't even hold all his belts. One more, bro. One more. One more, yeah. And then he puts on the glove. Ah, yeah. See? And for him to be... uh, a Mexican fighter and to achieve all that, that's he's probably gonna go down as the best Mexican fighter ever. Yeah, and he only um, got one loss, which is you know, due to experience. Mayweather. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So we'll see. I think he's fighting in September again. So those are always good good times, man. Those I never miss those. I try not to anyway. Um, nah, I, I love it, man. Yeah, the UFC. I'm, I'm, I'm all about, yeah, I'm all about Mexico. If it's, there's like a Mexican fighter, of course, Canelo, but even like the UFC or like, I'm always there to support. Well, Dustin Gaethje, he's yeah. Mexican. He's half Mexican. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then you have Brian Ortega, who's going to, who is going to be fighting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Ortega. He's good, too. Tony Ferguson, that's why I was tight. Yep. Yo, there's yep. a lot, bro. There's a lot of us in the UFC. There is. Even some chicks. I, I can't remember her Oh, name. yeah, the chicks, too. She, 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 yeah, she fought a couple weeks ago, and she was way good. And 
I found out she was Mexican, so I was like, hell yeah, that's what's up. So yeah, yeah, and it's funny, right? Because I always tell that to people is um, it doesn't matter who the fighter is and stuff, as mm-hmm. long as they they Mexican stuff, you just gonna root for them, even exactly. Even if you know back of your head they might lose and shit, but out of default you're like, yeah, I'm a roof. Yeah, you, that's automatic. Yeah, automatic. It doesn't matter what it is, bro. It's like, right, I'm. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. That's how. That's how we are, though. It's just we're we're there to, to lend a hand. I guess you can say, you know. Or, and, yo, besides that, bro. Besides the UFC production and stuff and we already talked about who you would love to you know yeah what is something that you see yourself working in the near future like you would like to have your stamp on um shit well this music of course but outside of this uh me and my brother were trying to get our own company going so uh i think if we can make something happen with that that would that would give me the freedom to really focus on this music because I won't have to be there, you know, nine to five type shit. Like I'm my own boss. So I decide when I work and when I don't, you know? So if we can get that going, which we, we've already started that and it's, it's, it's picking up. Um, yeah, man, I think that's, that's one of my long-term goals is to, to make that happen. Like officially, um, not having to work a nine to five and just, you know, do my own thing. Nice. And on top of all that, bro, mm-hmm. do you see there's a big, like, freaking cumbia movement coming along and stuff, like, on the horizon? Because me personally, bro, I've noticed, like, cumbia is really coming strong. Like you yeah. said before, like you said from the start, it hasn't gone nowhere, but mm-hmm. it seems like it's catching momentum. And it's due to the yeah. fact it has to do with a lot of factors, like with music-wise, right? Like people right. get tired after a while and it's like, all right, cool, let me start running to this. Like me, I started running into the cumbia side and that's how, you know, you stumble into things. And it's like, oh, let me listen to yeah. that, right? Like yeah. um, in New York, we have this group called Los Daddies, right? Oh, man, I love those guys. Chucho Ponce? Yeah, that dude, so, is a ba- he's a beast. So... He they they just came out with a song and it's hitting. I'm like, oh, that shit's hard, bro. Yeah. And it's with Shadow Records, I think it's called. Uh-huh. Yeah, it just came out this week. They released. I'm like, oh, that shit's hitting hard. No way. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, and it's like little by little, bro. It's like I feel like the movement is really coming. Even when you look at like pages, right? That have like a lot mm-hmm. of like a lot of uh mexican pages and stuff or like mm-hmm. music stuff like you starting to see cumbia integrated into a lot of these posts yeah it could be old it could be new it doesn't matter at the end of the day it's still cumbia you get me yeah yep, yep. and i feel like the movement is coming along it's like it's like easing in it's like you see the wave yeah and you see it go back to shore uh-huh. up and it's like eventually it's gonna be a big wave yeah. again oh, exactly uh-huh i do feel like that um, I think it's, it's like when you, especially, I think, uh, guys like, uh, Raymix, uh, he really made it big again. And then you got guys like, uh, Goosens, El Imaginante. He's from Toluca out in Mexico. That dude's dope. Look out for him. Uh, but then you got like Los Daddies, 
um, uh, Grupo Los Quiero. Um, those guys are really kind of picking up from where like Alberto Pedraza, like the stuff he's done and, and, and all those guys are kind of like just branching off of that and they're making it big again. Like they're making, they're making waves again with, with the whole cumbia sound. So I do think it's, it's a matter, it's coming. I think it's coming and it's, and funny enough, that's why the whole cumbia verde came uh kind of starting to come together and be a thing um is because we we do feel like that like this cumbia stuff is picking up and if we can get some shit like if we can get on that before it does blow up and make something happen here in salt lake out of that like that that would be dope as hell and that's that's just something different or aside from all the rap shit like the rap shit has got his its own ceiling i guess you could say or potential and then this whole cumbia stuff might just like take off, you know, like if this doesn't do it, this might will. But then that's when you got to hit them with all kinds of different shit, you know. But I do it. I do believe it's coming and we're trying to get on that. I completely agree. Um, And then I'm a big accordion fan, bro. Like when I hear that accordion oh, and cumbias and shit. Yeah, that's, I'm trying to remember the, one, the, that's the cherry on top. Yo, I'm trying to remember the guy who used to play that shit and he used to always say, wee wee Yeah, it's, uh, so there was Celso Piña. Uh, yeah. That's probably who you're talking about, Celso Piña. And then there's um, Alberto Pedraza. And then there's the other guy, uh, Aniceto, Aniceto something. He's Colombian. Um, that, that's like the, 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 the godfathers of the accordion with the cumbia stuff, so. Man, that's like a must. I think it's one of the like a key ingredient to all that cumbia stuff is the accordion, bro, and trumpet. Like that, that really just makes it all come together. I think I love those sounds. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's one of those things. Even when you listen to it, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I like it. The accordion is hella hard. Yeah, even when it comes down to like. Ramon Ayala and shit, and I listened oh, to yeah, play that shit, bro. I was like, Ooh. oh man, so like, sentimental too, huh? <laughs> it's like, and he just ripping it and shit, and it's like it just gives you that. It gives you that, uh, you know what I mean? That uff, yeah, and yeah, it, it, yeah. It's it different, you know what I mean? When you hear that, that accordion, yeah, yeah, you hear yeah. that accordion and shit, you be like, yo, this shit's hitting hard, be like, this is. <laughs> I just, feel you on that. It yeah. just hits like people don't understand. Like, oh, you weird. I'm like, nah, be like, even when I first started hearing corridos and I hear the the first three strings at the bottom, bro. And it depends who plays it. They rip yeah. it, bro. And you be like, yeah. oh, this shit is hitting hard, bro. Like this shit's hitting, <laughs> like this shit right here, bro. And you like, oh, this shit right here. Yeah, then, I feel you. And then tumba with the bass, bro. And then some people mm-hmm. who play the bass are ridiculous, bro. And you hit. Yeah, they are. And depending what type of system you got and shit, and you hear the bass, and then you you lower your bass down so you don't fucking get that, brrr, and then you right. put your mids a little bit higher, but then you have your um your tempo all the way up because you still want to hear the the um the vocals and shit. Because yeah. I'm always big on that. I've never been a big bass person, uh huh. So I always tend to have like my bass a little bit lower, my mids a little bit higher, but my um tempo all the way up. Yeah. Or it depends on the song. I might have my mids up and then the tempo a little bit lower, but not far off. 
just because yeah. I like that balance. But everybody okay. has their preference, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for real, definitely. I'm a little more bass heavy. I like hearing the bass. I like feeling the the thump. Um, <sighs> well, not not no rattling, you know, or distorted, but just a a, a good solid bass line or or 808 or whatever it may be. Um, that shit just gets me too. But um, yeah, man, the the whole accordion thing, just even the way they play it, like the way they like flex it, it like you you move it a certain way and it makes a certain sound like that shit is just on a whole nother level yo i try to get on it bro i couldn't it's hard bro because you gotta know which buttons you're you gotta pressing. do this and then you gotta do this yeah. one with this one yeah it's it's hard bro it's hard it's like i feel it. i look at it like playing a saxophone too the saxophone's like a fucking octopus like there's so many buttons and like it's crazy I and wish then you I gotta breathe, it. and then you gotta breathe. Into yeah, it on top of you all gotta that. breathe. <laughs> yeah, bro, you're out here blowing on that shit all night long. That's crazy. Nah, man, but um, but, uh, yeah. So with that said, bro. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, man, that's what's up, and I feel I feel like the cumbia is coming up, and I'm happy you guys are starting to make cumbia better than stuff. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. one of those things, bro. It's like, yo, I can't wait. I heard a little preview earlier when you played it. It shit was hot, bro. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, I'm gonna you, definitely get on that. And don't sleep on, on on you that you just doing um straight up cumbia. You not just do cumbia. You know you no, also do hip hop. You also yeah. do R and B. You also do yeah. whatever else task gets hit to you. You you're gonna yeah. you know attack it. and You're gonna show it love too. It ain't just you know. Yeah. Because people always think that, you know, it's like, oh, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, he just does cumbia. And that's yeah. one thing that most no. people don't understand. Producers don't just do one genre. No, at least not a lot of them. There's some that just stick to, like, trap, for example, right? But, yeah, I don't want to be boxed into a certain category, like you're saying. Like, not just cumbia or rap. I feel like I can do it all and even just sometimes incorporate the two or the three and make some something new but yeah man that's like i take pride in that honestly because like i said there's a lot of producers out here that are good and they're doing their thing but i feel like that gives me the edge over a lot of these other people is the fact that i can hit different genres different different cultures different audiences with like the cumbia or like reggaeton or like some dembo for example when that opportunity comes to do something like that and then this and that and that that's just like oh man like and that's kind of what i want is i want to be different i don't want to just do certain things and i think collaborating goes into that like um working with different artists is going to help with that because again i'm not just doing a certain type of thing you know yeah um and anything else you're currently working at um on so we got the ua the duo album which is that in itself yes it's rap but it's got trap sounds like it's 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 trappy it's got some west coast flavor on there it's got some like um more like a little bit of hip-hop um it's just different in itself and then 
I've been dropping singles with uh, Santos, which is more Latin, uh, more cumbia, I guess you can say. Um, and then I'm also working with like other artists that are like more hip hop, more lyrical type approach to the to the music. Um, and then also some reggaeton with other Latin artists around here. So yeah, man, I'm kind of trying to stay afloat with everything oh, and kind of cater to everybody. Nice. You know, because again, I, I take pride in that, just being different. And I now want to show that, that I can be different. I don't want to just work with certain type of artists. I want to work with every artist, you know. Have you found anybody for that Blue Magic beat? Oh shit! You heard that? <laughs> okay, man. You've been doing you've been doing your work, man. Hell yeah! Shout out, shout out for that. Um, not yet, man. I feel like people kind of. I don't know if if it's it's right for me to say this, but I feel like people might kind of get intimidated by it. Like people, you know, not. I don't know. It it just asks for some lyrical shit. It asks for some bars. And I don't know. Again, I don't want to say that people are not ready for it or whatever it may be, but I do feel like that that beat asks for something specific and only someone with that right idea or whatever. Someone someone with that right, when they hear it, there's just going to be like, boom, you know, because a lot of people have heard it to this day and I'm yet to hit get something back. So, damn, bro, and it's hitting though. Yeah, it's hitting. That's a banger, bro. It's one of my favorites, to be honest. And just the way it happened, and um, man, I play that shit and I get into it. Like it just, it, it kind of like makes you go somewhere else. Like I don't know, it's crazy. But no, not yet. We're still, we're still searching. So. We're gonna find the one. We're gonna find the right person for that one. Nice, bro. I'm, I'm, I, I'm gonna hear that, cause the beat is dope. Like it hits. I was listening to it. I was like, ooh. Yeah, bro. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. See, and if you get the right person on it, it's just gonna. That person is gonna take it to another level. I just know it. I was like, yo, who's gonna drop the balls on this bad boy right now? I'm waiting yeah. for somebody to come in. I was like, yeah. I, ten seconds in, I'm like, who, who is it? Yeah, and you're like, oh, it's nobody. Nobody's done nothing. It's yet. nobody yet. I might fuck around and hop on it, but see, that's that's a big, it's a big task, man. That's just hard. Y'all don't know about blue magic, people. Y'all ain't ready for blue magic. Y'all get blue magic. I ain't ready, man. Y'all ain't ready for that yeah. right now. If y'all hear blue oh. magic, y'all might have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah man that's a dope one so i'm gonna keep you updated on that hopefully we get we get a uh somebody to bless that beat because that beat needs to needs to be heard Word, it sure does it needs to see the light of day bro facts it needs to see hell yeah the light. it needs to that's see crazy you heard it bro that that should go hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> it needs to see the summer bro that's like a summer beat End it of is. summer is that end of summer or beginning of summer? You're like, ooh, yeah, or a closing yeah. to winter, a closing to winter song, uh huh, yeah, closure to the winter, bro. When you're about mm -hmm. to start, oh, yeah, so yeah, beginning of summer, <laughs> yeah, yeah, same thing, closing winter, beginning of yeah. summer, yeah, right yeah, there. that's that's a good one. So we'll see what happens with that. 
Um, but I'm just cra- I'm working, man. So I got a lot more heat in the kitchen, just waiting to be to be ordered. So that's more than anything what I'm trying to focus on too is just building my catalog. Um, so when the opportunity comes to like either work with more artists or just you know, just when someone says, "Hey, play me some shit," and I'll be like, "All right, this, you know, here we go." Nice. And you know, just to wrap it up, bro, where can they catch you? What do you have coming up? Any events? Anything that you know they could keep in touch yeah. with you? Yeah, for sure. So uh, we touched on the Bud Brothers Two album by U.A. the Duo. Check those guys out. Um, got a new single out with Santos Hawar called A La Luna. That's out on all streaming platforms. Check that out. It's a vibe. Um, I'm also working on um, different uh, other singles. Um, there's still no dates or anything for it. We just shot a video. It's premiering this Friday, June 4th. It's by UA The Duo called Elevated. It's our first video off the album. So we're going to start getting some, uh, start hitting them with, with, with that. And then that'll be out soon. And I'm thinking within the next couple months, uh, we're still finalizing it. But yeah, we got that dropping. And then I'm just constantly working, man. Constantly working in the lab, trying to get more, more work out there. And then, yeah, you can find me on uh, uh, Instagram, Looney Got The Tunes. Uh, yeah, feel free to reach out. Anybody out there looking to work, let's get it. Word, and you heard it right now. Reach out to him. Go check out his page. Go check out his music. His music is on his link in his bio. Yeah. And you won't be disappointed at the end of the day. So yeah, thank said, you, man. Yeah, man. Any closing words? Um, now I just want to say thanks to, you know, everybody supporting everybody that's, uh, shown interest. Uh, thank you for reaching out, man. This means a lot. Um, and yeah, man, happy to start, you know, getting to know you a little bit and I'd I'd love to be back. Maybe when that blue magic is ready to go. Oh yeah. We're going to be on blue magic. Hells yeah. And yeah. Thank you again, man. Thank you for coming on. It was a pleasure, bro. And like always, heads, you already know, life's a joke. And y'all take it easy. Yeah, yep. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, bro.